Hello and welcome to Solid Steps Radio. My name is Chad Russell. That is Kurt Souter, and he is with Further Still Ministries. And this is a little show called Solid Steps Radio. We started this about six years ago, and we said we want to do a show for men, by men, talking about stuff from a man's perspective. We have a lot of lady listeners, and we're appreciative. But we're our main audience is the guys, and guys are really good at talking about sports, weather, and politics. But when you start going down deeper than those things, the things that matter for eternity, I say the most important things in life are the unseen things. And so we believe here that you are not ever fulfilling your destiny as a man fully if you are not walking with and in Jesus Christ. Now, you may be on that road or you may not be on that road. And you may not be not sure where you are, but we want to be a tool in the toolbox to say, hey, look, we want to be a resource for guys to encourage them to go that way. Solid steps, walking solidly with him. So today we're doing a, a show that is going to be hopefully impactful or at least open the eyes of some men around, you know, when God created the universe, he created the creation and he said everything was good, but he didn't say it was very good until he created woman. <laughs> Look it up. He didn't say very good until he created Eve. And uh, we're going to talk about. The, well, he, he, let me just interject there. He, he said, it, it is good. It is good. It is good. And then he said, it's not good. And then he said, it's very good. Because he created Eve. Yeah, because it, it was not good because Eve wasn't around yet. So we're talking today about a topic of some little Eves in our lives. And, and, and a dad to our father's two daughters. And we're going to have a father-daughter themed show today and also going to be talking about a great Christmas present. Guys, if you're like, what do I get my kids for Christmas? Listen up. You may not listen to the rest of the show. There's a dance coming up called the Diamond Dance. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that, about how that's a great Christmas present for your daughter. Now, Kurt and I were having breakfast the other day. Yeah, yeah. It was that, and uh, it was we, we really, if you want to know how in-depth we go to our breakfast, we had a very in-depth formal study we, we did that day. We basically badgered our waitress and asked her some questions, and then we went to a table of women who was sitting there minding their own business, and these two weird guys come up and say, hey, and we asked them these questions. We said, can you tell us about the impact your dad had in your life? And all of a sudden, these strangers, these women, we had never met them before, all of a sudden started to really open up and really had some positive things to say. In fact, our waitress, I go, how many problems in your life are related to men? She kind of looked at me like, not, not a lot, really. I was like, oh, really? And I said, well, we started to dig a little bit. And what are other things did she say? Well, she said that uh, the guys that are attracted to her are like her dad. And we're like, wow. And I clarified that. I said, now, are you looking for guys like your dad? She says, no. I attract men who are like my dad. And you could tell that she had a great um, appreciation for yeah. her daddy. And she was a younger lady. 19. and uh, Yeah, 19. And, and, and we asked her uh, uh, just uh, some questions about, you know, what did her dad do to bring... Uh, <clears throat> security into her life and and pretty soon we start and she goes well you know i'm a christian and uh, my daddy has taken us to church and we worship together and uh, she kind of unpacked that yeah so today we're going to talk about the impact of a father in his daughter's life now uh, we're going to go around the room we got a room full of guys here and we're going to introduce them but how many daughters do we have in the room why don't you 
kind of do a head count for me. Okay, so I've got three. Steve Wigginton, uh, you're back on the show. It's great to have you, brother. How many how many daughters you got? Got three, man. Still got three. Still got three. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Chris McCutcheon, great to have you on the show, brother. Thank you. Kurt, yeah, good to see you again, man. Uh, one daughter. One yeah. daughter, beautiful yeah. Navy. Mm-hmm. And then we got uh, Jason Duggar. Jason, uh, you've got how many? You got, well, you got a whole boatload of kids. How many daughters? That's true, brother. I got six kids total, but two of them are girls. I have two <laughs> right. beautiful daughters. So, my 13 years of Catholic education, you can't see this. <laughs> <laughs> on the radio i've got my fingers up <laughs> i've got we got nine daughters accounted for at this table right yes yes so uh nine daughters and and, and, and brother you ain't got a clue i know you're right i'm sitting there going i'm listening because <laughs> uh, listeners if you don't know it chad's got six boys yeah. so he doesn't know anything about girls yeah you're right uh, so I'm, I'm paying attention <laughs> <laughs> you, you're paying attention so that you can point your boys to a solid girl 25 years from now. No, hopefully <laughs> sooner than that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Right. Yeah. Hey, you know, Chad, I, I want to just, just share a little bit about, because the table of ladies that we asked, they're, they're probably all in their 50s, 60s. 60s, probably maybe one or two, maybe in their 70s, knocking yeah. on that. But yeah. 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 So uh, let, me, let me just, uh, what, what they said, I, I asked one lady and she said, my dad encouraged me. Um, I did tournaments, and he would send me notes of encouragement and just jot notes. And she goes, I, it was so encouraging to me as a, as a little girl. One, uh, one lady said, he loved my mom, treated her like gold, treated her like queen of the earth. Another one said, he tutored me in math. And he just uh, he, he just skilled her in math skills, and she goes. And because of part of that, I became a nurse. I love to study. And uh, another one, another one of the ladies said um, he treated us like each one of us. There was seven kids total in the in the family. He treated each one of us like we were like the, the only, only child, like we were the only child. Now like, I want to I want to bring really a little special. little uh, kind of asterisk to this. Yeah, all of their dads were. World War II veterans or yes. of that generation. Yes. That's a generation of people that we'll never see again. That brave, I mean, that's that why much the, courage, that much integrity. I say that. I mean, that is a generation I just have so much respect for. And they all brought that up, too. They said this, our generation of dads were different. And I think there was something to that. There's a reason why they're called the greatest generation ever. Uh, and one of the other ladies said, my dad taught me how to work, mm. how to think independently and have a good work ethic. And I'm like, that'll preach. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so um, guys, I, I, I just want to ask you, from your perspective, when you became a dad, you know, when, when Navy came along, when, you know, your two girls came along, when your three girls, you're about, about the same age as my three girls, uh, what was going through your mind as a, as a gift from God above? But as a dad and that, that dad-daughter relationship, what were your thoughts when God gave you that gift? It was just me and my brother growing up, so all I knew was guy stuff. <laughs> and so to have suddenly have a girl in my hands, and we didn't cheat and find out you know, what we were having until that day. And so you're like, oh, wow, okay. So I, I'm going to have to learn a, 
A new language. A new language. <laughs> uh, but there was a guy who came to the hospital the first day, a guy named Vernon Hodge. And Vernon Hodge, he came and he said, Steve, I want you to know from this point forward, as long as you're alive, there will never be a day that you will live going forward that you won't be just a little bit concerned about this little girl that you're holding. And I was like, man, that was, it's, it's true. It's true. It was probably a little overwhelming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but I quickly found out that girls can be athletes too. Girls can, um, you know, if, the, all the things that you kind of hope you maybe would teach a little boy, man, they can get out and run and play tennis and do all the same stuff. Yeah. Just so, just so the listeners know, Steve Wigginton is the d- director of FCA here in the Louisville area. And how many schools are you guys ministering into? A hundred and... 122. 122 schools. And so this guy is all about sports and athletics and, you know, teams and all his girls <laughs> competed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they were... They didn't have a choice. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty cool. Uh, Chris, what about you? And, uh, yeah, we've got, we got another minute or so in this segment. When, when Navy, did you know that you were going to have a girl? We did. Yeah. We, we knew we were having you a girl. Cheated in, in wigs. Well, I mean, if you want to call it cheating, uh, <laughs> utilizing yeah. technology, yeah. <laughs> that's what I would say. We were, yeah, we were, we were happy to know new parents. Uh, Navy is our, was our, our first child and our only child. So we didn't have a lot of preparation, you know, uh, to know what we were getting into, um, so, you know, really went into it with eyes wide open, not knowing exactly what to expect. But I, I do recall at some point really early on, um, as soon as Navy was born, you know, I had these ideas, what I thought it would be like to be a, a dad and whatnot. But, but I remember vividly, there's a switch that was flipped some point early on where I'm like, I have never felt this much love and compassion and concern and care for any thing or person in my entire life, like that little baby girl. And, um, it's not really changed since then either. So, but continuing to learn a lot. That's so cool. Yeah. We're going to take a break. And before I leave this segment, fcalu.org, fcalou.org. If you want to look for information to get those tickets for the daddy daughter dance called the diamond dance, we're going to talk more about that here in the next few segments on solid steps radio. Before we go further, we want to thank our sponsors of our show, Ellen & Credit Union. Their local lender has helped people in their personal, commercial, business, savings, checking. You need it. Ellen & Credit Union can help. Vision First, 11 different cities, six in Louisville alone locations. If you need contacts, glasses, or just healthy eyes, you are more than a set of eyes. You are a person at Vision First. And then Frank Enterprises. They are professional septic tank landscaping and wastewater management services. If you've got water running outside and you need to go someplace specific away from your home frank enterprises can take care of that and the first segment we were talking about the uh, mentioned the diamond dance it's a father daughter dance it's a formal dance fancy schmancy get dressed up and go out with your daughter that is sponsored by bright star care which is a sponsor of our show and is the owner is sitting next to me at in the studio right now. Give me a B. <laughs> Give me an R. <laughs> all right, we're not going to spell the whole thing out, all right? So if you missed the first segment, we're talking about the impact of a daddy-daughter relationship. And Kurt and I, when we were talking at breakfast the other day, I just, you know, I did some very extensive research. I Googled daddy-daughter relationship, and up comes an article in Forbes magazine from a doctor who is talking from a secular standpoint of research. And I'm going to sum up the article. Basically, if a woman wants to have 
a healthy perspective on money, men, and mental health, the biggest impact and influence is the dad in her life. No pressure at all, fellas. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's that. That's basically what the article states. And and we thought, man, that, that's not exactly. There was no Bible references in there. There was nothing in there that said nothing. Hey, but it, it, but it, it was but it was loaded with the Bible. It transcends the fact that the importance of a dad. Yeah. So we we didn't get to you, Jason, in the first segment. So you have two daughters. Talk about what went through your mind as you welcomed these two girls into your home. Right, right. Well, uh, of course, I, I will always remember those days. Um, you know, we did cheat for the first one, uh, so we knew we were having a girl. Uh, and and I tell the story to my to to Havana, my oldest, all the time about the first time I ever held her. Now, uh, no, just back up. Tell our listeners too. Her name is. Her name is Havana. Now, why Havana? As in the capital of Cuba. And uh, my wife Darby and I did a lot of missions work in Cuba. That's where we kind of first got to know each other. So it's always been a special place for us, the city of Havana. Did you fall in love there? Uh, the process probably began there. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so back back to your girls. Go ahead. Uh, when I when I first held Havana for the first time, you know, she had been with Darby for a few minutes, and then I I got my turn to hold her next, and I said to her the verse. I just said to her, I said, "Hi, Havana girl. I'm your dad. I'm your daddy." And she turned her head, looked at me, and opened her eyes. It was the first time I think she had opened her eyes since she'd been born, and and it was just locked in on me, like eyes to eyes, and it was a moment that just like pierced me. It was like, oh, this is my little girl. Like, this is my girl. And I tell the story to her to tell her, like, that moment changed me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I knew, oh, man, like, this is my girl. Like, I, God gave me this this little girl. I didn't even know what the other speech was. I was like, she, I'm, I'm overwhelmed with this sense of responsibility, but this also sense of thankfulness and love for her. Um, so it is life-changing. And then for my, my other daughter, Selah, uh, Steve, we didn't cheat for her because we had had a girl and we had had a boy. So she was our third baby. And we said, you know what, let's be surprised. And so uh, that one was a surprise. And when she came out, you know, hey, it's a girl. So we, I knew, hey, got another daughter. But the thing about Salem when she was born, she looks so much like Darby. She still does. She just looks so much like her mom. And when she, she came out, I thought, wow. That's <laughs> another like, one. That's like a mini Darby. And I was just, I was just impressed with with God's beauty and creation mm. and how he made that connection just with my wife and, and how thankful I was for, for Selah being uniquely herself, but also such a, just a physical reminder of my wife and, and the beauty there. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Hey, let's talk about um, uh, the difference between how we kind of treat our girls and the importance of that. I, I'm going to come right back to you, Jason, because okay. you've got four boys that's right and then the two girls that's right how, how do you uh parent them from a from a dad's perspective you know in, in, in a different way hmm well that's a tough question um you know my boys it's about um <laughs> it's a lot about structure and organization and containing them <laughs> uh, but but also kind of rearing them up to be the men that god's calling them to be and, uh, and thankfully, I think I have a lot of that language just because I've received a bunch of it from guys like you in my life. You know, I just kind of regurgitate some of the stuff I've heard from mentors in my own life who've spoken into my life. But with my daughters, um, it is a little bit different. It is a little bit different. A lot of it is just about putting in the quality time. 
listening to them, engaging them, getting to know them individually, and then um, validating their sense of worth and, and speaking into the talents that God's given them, mm. the the gifts that I see in them, uh, encouraging them, and, and just kind of being there for them, being approachable to them. Um, parenting them is, is, is more gentle and it seems like more time consuming sometimes. <laughs> uh, do, do, do you, let me ask you this. Do you ever, uh, difference, have a difference between how you rough and tumble with the boys versus with the girls at, when they're, you know, when they're young? Um, honestly, no. Cause I got some pretty tough girls. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we actually yeah. part of the, in the article that we, yeah. that Chad referenced to, yeah. The beauty of a dad who does the, uh, you know, he's safe, yeah, he's secure, but he still rumbles and tumbles right. with the girls. That's right. You, you know, yeah. they, they, they have that, there's this physical touch element yeah. of, uh, we, we think that's only reserved for boys. Yeah. But I mean, I remember doing it with my girls. Sure, yeah. You know, I my mean. My girls will wrestle me down just like the boys will. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Steve, I want to come to you. Um, and your girls now. Your girls are all grown, but they're still growing. I'd but been, yeah. but but they yeah. they still look to you yeah. as dad. You yeah. know, you're always daddy. Um, mm-hmm. When when you when you got the three girls, Teal, Tori, Tress. Say that five times as fast as you can. And can I say too that I think that God looks at some homes and He says, "Now that house, that home's going to need another boy." But then he looks at other homes. He said, now that guy's such a stud. There's no reason to waste a guy in that home. So we'll just give him all girls. I'll, t- I'll take that as an insult. <laughs> Steve, when did you recognize the importance of this daddy-daughter relationship and how special it was? I mean, I know at the very beginning, but like as, you, as the girls continued to grow up in your home, the things that you began to do in their lives as a dad, when did that really deeply resonate with you? Um, I, I think that we've enjoyed as a family always doing things together. Like if I have a choice, okay, do I want to go watch the Bengals play, you know, with the dude, or would I rather hang with my girls? I'd rather go play tennis or go bike riding with my girls. And so we've always done a lot of things together and I kind of checked that as a box. Okay, we're doing things together. But then over time, it took me a little while to realize that they wanted one-on-one time. That for me to go do something just with one of them, hey, we're going on a bike ride, or we're going to go you know, go on a walk or do this just one-on-one, That it took me a little while to, to get that. Um, and it probably took a little prompting from from my wife to – because all I think is the way a guy thinks. And then she'd, she'd pull me aside and say, hey, you know, you, the way you said that, maybe you'd want to like just kind of go follow that up with this comment. And so, yeah, I, when people say, what would you say to your 25-year-old self? I'd probably say, you're an idiot. Yeah, because <laughs> it took me a little while to kind of get some things, um, be honest. What, was, there something, uh, was there something that happened or something that you heard that – um, besides from Kim, your wife, that struck a chord like, hey, I need to I, I need to step up in this area. Was there anything or no? 
I, I would just, with FCA, I get to see just a lot of quality kids all around. And some of the people who may be listening to your show, maybe you've, you've raised just a really quality girl. And when I see a quality guy, quality girl, I, I always just like, man, how did that kid turn out that amazing? And so I have lots of conversations with, with dads and mm-hmm. moms around, all around Louisville, like, man, how did, how did you turn out a kid like that? And so begin to just pick people's brains to, to be teachable, you know? Well, in, in light of this daddy daughter dance that we're going to continue to promote a little bit, I mean, I vividly remember back, oh my goodness, 15 years, maybe longer. Um, what had, I took my girls on this dance that I think Kim and you guys were sponsoring years ago. And it was just, uh, a beautiful, beautiful time to engage and dance, get dressed up. You got, you know, a suit and tie on and the girls are all decked out, you know, and it was, it was a lot of fun. So we're going to take a break, come back in our third segment, <clears throat> talk more about that daddy daughter relationship, a little bit more about the diamond dance, fcalou.org buy tickets. We'll be back shortly on Solid Steps Radio. We want to thank our sponsors of our show, Louisville Podcast Studios, podloo.com, P-O-D-L-O-U.com. That's where we're taping this podcast, our radio show. And if you want to do a professional looking and sounding podcast, you need to contact podloo.com. And then Bright Star Home Care, a very fine organization. Fine organization. Mm. The man who runs the organization is sitting to my left. And uh, Bright Star Home Care, if you have someone who you love, even somebody that you don't love, <laughs> who needs health care, home care, in-home care, and they need, whether it's one day a week or 24-7 care, it's somewhere in that process, and you're like, I don't even know where to begin. Bright Star Home Care is the place you need to do that. That's brightstarcare.com brightstarcare.com. We also want to thank Dan Hart Financial. If you want to talk about your retirement, what that looks like, contact Dan Hart Financial. So uh, as we were in the break, I told these two of these guys, Mm. Kurt and Steve, that I owe them big time because their two daughters, Ellie and Tress, Tress, both helped me get married to Jenna. (laughs) Because and you, and you needed help. We were I needed all the help I can still get. I, we were as we were just friends, but we were serving in the children's nursery at church one day, and I had Ellie on one knee, I think, and then Tress on the other side of me, and I was reading a book to them, not knowing that Jenna was looking, going, hmm, and that kind of sparked something in her. And then those two young ladies were in our wedding, if you can believe that, eighteen dude, years ago dude. last month. Yes, they were four years old. Yeah. Crazy. So we're <laughs> we're talking about the daddy daughter relationship. So okay, so Chris and Jason, I wanted to ask you, you know, just this the critical piece of the dad loving and pouring into his daughters, you know, how critical it is in mental health, money, and other men. How have you looked at that perspective as a dad and the the critical component of loving on your daughter? Yeah, I think we have the opportunity and and our work to deal with a a lot of uh, ladies that maybe have not had great uh, backgrounds in terms of having a, a, a strong uh, male presence in their lives. And it's caused us to reflect many times to think what's, what's kind of a pattern here, you know, what, it, what can you learn from this? And, um, certainly 
no expert in that, but you, you, you kind of put some pieces together and realize over time that that daddy daughter relationship is so key. It's so critical and it significantly impacts, I believe, uh, a young lady's view of, of men and, and, and their view of God. And, um, and oftentimes the view, the view that she has of herself as well. And so we're, we're at a really critical place as dads to be able to positively influence uh, those things in our in our our young daughters' lives, so it's pretty you know it's a pretty critical responsibility as a dad to know that man you're helping to shape how she's going to view other men, how she's going to think about God in her life, and 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 self esteem issues, how she's even going to view herself, oh how she views her body, yeah. and how she presents that body in public, yeah, and how she presents that her body to other men. And and many times, um, it's it's almost like when when I see a, a, a young girl almost throwing her body to other young men, I I, I I question what's missing or what has happened at home. You know, I'll, I'll throw this. I thought I was thinking about our conversation today, uh, Kurt, and preparing for this and thinking about that very. Uh, reality there. And, and I recalled a, a quote from Dr. James Dobson that I think speaks to this to some degree. So if, if you'll permit me, yeah. he, he said that all, all future romantic relationships to occur in a girl's life will be influenced positively or negatively by the way she perceives and interacts with her dad. If he rejects and ignores her, she will spend her life trying to replace him in her heart. If he's warm and nurturing, she will look for a lover to equal him. If she thinks she's beautiful, worthy, and feminine, she will be inclined to see herself that way. So a lot of responsibility and a lot of opportunity as dads, you realize that there's, there's a lot that gets packed around that relationship and the, the, the benefits of quality time and how we pour into these young ladies and invest in them and look for how God has uniquely made them and, and really try to help them see those things and, help build their self-esteem and their image of themselves and their image of God. That's, uh, that's powerful stuff, Chris. Thanks. Jason, you, when, when you're, you think of your girls, that critical component as their dad, just comment on that. Yeah. You know, I, I think our little girls and, and women in general, I think God, you know, he created our, our wives, our all women with this desire to be pursued, to be noticed, to be felt, special to somebody and um i mean i know that's true for for my wife and marriage and i i, I need to keep doing that and, and and we talk a lot about marriage and how it's easy just to kind of fade away from that in your marriage but for my girls you know they want to feel noticed even within my own family my family of you know six kids like hey daddy do you notice me do you see me do you do you do you, you know do you choose me for your time sometimes um and we have such a, a calling and responsibility to do that, to step into that and say, yes, I see you, baby. I see you. And I want to be with you. And you're special to me. And that when we do that, I think we make make a safe place for them where they always feel safe that they can come back to. Like this is, this is a secure place, my relationship with my dad. And we demonstrate the availability and the security of the Heavenly Father in, in that same way, I think, to say, you know, no matter what, because this world is mean. To, this world is mean to 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 our girls. It'll send them messages of rejection. 
it'll send them messages of you don't you don't measure up you don't compare to this girl that same way and things like that and we have a, a role to step in as the dad and say oh no no like i see you you are beautiful I, you know and, and you speak into this the exact words that they need to to hear and receive so that they can kind of be secure in that identity of who they are, not only as my daughter, but as a daughter of God, you know, and we just got through this Ephesian study at our church lately and talking about our identity in Christ. And like, we have a role as dads and speaking that language of identity into our daughters so that they have that firm foundation as they go, go into adulthood and to the world. Jason, talk a little bit about you're an ER doc. You, um, you're in leadership in your church. <laughs> How do you do that? <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Yeah, good well, I'm still trying to figure that part out, to be honest with you, Kurt. I mean, even just in this break, we were talking about, you know, dating your daughters. And I'm like, oh, that's one more thing I need to be doing better. Um, but, but tell our listeners what you do, or what you've been doing with your daughters in light of what we've been talking about. This. Sure. Yeah, well, we, we look forward to this this diamond dance every year. Uh, my girls are pumped about it. Um, you know, leading up to the dance the week before, I go dress shopping with them. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we we make a big ordeal out of it. They get pumped, I get pumped, and uh, I mean, it's it, I know nothing about dress shopping. I I promise you, I do not. But I go and I watch these girls try on some dresses. I just I, I celebrate with them when a good one's coming. Do, no, do, you, do you do it by yourself or do you bring yeah, dark? Just, just just you, me, me and the girls. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That is really good. I sit right outside there at that dressing room and wait for them to come back out with a new dress. Ah, <laughs> uh, they're they're pumped about it and uh, and we get excited about it. And we we regale the memories of the past dances and apart from that, it's just trying to capture other one-on-one times, whether it's, you know, when we're doing some schoolwork together or we're in a car riding to, uh, you know, one of their drama, they, they do plays and musicals. And sometimes that's just my best time to, to talk one-on-one with them and just capture those moments. That's awesome. Uh, Steve, you mentioned in the break that you, I mean, your girls are raised and you know, they're out of the house, um, you know, what, but you still have time with them. Yeah, I mean, I think they all enjoy doing different things. Um, you know, for Tori, our middle one, like on Sunday afternoons after church, we always go biking. I mean, that's just kind of like a, a regular Sunday afternoon. Now, Tori is 26 years old. 26 years old, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we, we, we go biking. Tress loves loves to walk. Um, you know, so we'll go walking. Um, Teal is married, so we get to paint her house together. <laughs> but seriously, there is something about that. I mean, just going and doing, you know, staying in the deck or doing whatever that she likes to do. And so there's still times that we get to do one-on-one things together. That's, uh, I, I, I think I was sharing in the break. I mean, you know, when I shoot out, even my daughter who's in Iowa, you know, I'll shoot her a text and say, hey, when you come here, um, how about a date with dad? And it's, she's like, yeah, that's, you know, she's all over it. You know, it's hard when she's got three little kids, <laughs> fourth one's on the way. And, but yeah, that daddy daughter relationship is so unique and, uh, um, powerful. Uh, just, well, okay. We need to take a break and then I'm going to come back with Chris. Cause I want to ask Chris what you do with Navy on a uh, daddy daughter date time. So we'll take a break. The website for that dance, the Diamond Dance Formal, is down at Louisville Slugger Field. It's on February the 5th. 
from 7 to 9. Go to fcalou.org. That's fcalou.org. Uh, it's 70 bucks, and that's going to be the best money you spend all year, guys, for your daughter. Great Christmas gift, Saturday, guys. February the 5th uh, of next year. So that's a great Christmas present. We'll talk about that more in the next segment on Solid Steps Radio. Thanks to our great sponsors, Southern Smoke Catering Barbecue. They are the best award-winning barbecue you'll have. They are a catering-only company, and I'm going to get this website right. It's Southern Smoke BBQ Catering KY.com. Southern Smoke BBQ Catering KY.com. And you will have some very fine catering there. In the Iroquois Family and uh, Cosmetic Dentistry, Dr. Eric Veal, who's been a supporter of our show. And uh, they have two locations in the Louisville area. If you need your teeth cleaned, they are the place to go. And then Veritech Generator. If you need a generator for your home or your business or you need to have one serviced, Veritech will take care of you. And we're talking about the father-daughter relationship and the Diamond Dance, which is going to be held on February the 5th, 2022. Uh, you can go to get those. This would be a great Christmas present. This is for elementary, middle school uh, age girls, uh, young ladies with their dads. And uh, you can go to fcalou.org, fcalou.org. Yeah, and guys, if you are listening to this and you've got a daughter in that age group, you've got to do this. I'm telling you, do not miss this. This is absolutely a critical move, and it's a layup. Is this not a layup? It is a layup, and, uh, and I would also say that that if you do want to go but money is the issue, there are scholarship opportunities available too. So when you go online, you'll see the number uh, that you can – call and, and get in touch with, with people. So don't let money keep you from going. And, and uh, let me just say this too. Every one of you guys who are listening to this, you know of a, of a dad who has a daughter or two or three or whatever. And, and you need, we need you to pass the word on. You need to invite them, bring them, um, be a part of this, because this can be a, a significant game changer in your relationship with your daughter and just pouring into her in a, in a grace-filled, loving, fun blast of an evening. So we're going to talk about that in a little bit more, but I want to ask Chris, you, you've got Navy, and you, you do some dating with Navy. You know, what do you do to, to love on her? Well, you know, Kurt, God's made it really easy for me in that regard because uh, my 11-year-old daughter, Navy, is about as easy to hang out with as can be. So pretty much God's molded her that whatever I like, she likes. And so it's really easy. Uh, I mean, I have a blast hanging out with her because we like so many of the same things. I don't know how in the world, but she is an avid University of Kentucky basketball fan. That works well. Raising a right. Us. Yeah. So, uh, you know, football, she'll come to me and go, Dad, Dad, I found a game. Central Wyoming's playing College of the Hills. Wow. Can we watch that? And I'm like, I don't know any of those. To, but anyway, we do that. But, uh, I mean, it's just she makes it really easy. She enjoys the things I like. We love go to, to go to breakfast together and just hang out. She, if I tell her, hey, Navy, put it on your calendar. Two weeks from now, we are going to clean the basement. She will jump for joy and count the minutes for that to occur. And she can't wait. So it's fun. But God uses those times to kind of further our relationship. But teaching me, too. A couple weeks ago, I'll give you an example. She's gotten into volleyball and um, just started playing. And she watched Kentucky win the championship last year. So I got tickets for us to go to Lexington and watch Kentucky play volleyball. Um, so first game together, first college game, first time watching Kentucky, whatever, we had a blast. 
and uh, went out to dinner and just made a day of it. It was a fantastic time. And I thought, you know, I've, I've envisioned this kind of godly experience when we're out to dinner. I'm going to ask her what, where she sees herself and what she wants to do or whatever. And she's 11. She didn't, she hadn't made her plans for college yet or whatever, <laughs> but, but she, she, she turned to me in this moment and she, and she said, she says, dad, what do you think I'm good at? And, uh, and it, it, it occurred to me, it's like, oh, that's right. You know, it's like God was showing me that it's important for me to speak destiny into her. What does she need to see from me by making positive comments that are specific to her and um, kind of casting that vision for what I see in her. And I can't tell you how moving that was and something that I wasn't expecting, but just spending time, things like that. It's sometimes you just have a blast, and then sometimes God opens up conversations like that where you know gives me an opportunity to kind of support her goals and dreams and let her see what I see in her. It's, it's a lot of fun. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a beautiful thing. When we speak life into our kids and speak future, when, when we speak that into our girls— and we, the, the, the gifts and the talents and the beauty and all of that, it is powerful and it's life-changing for them. Um, Jason, you've been taking your girls to this daddy-daughter dance uh, the last time? Past two years. Past two years. Yep. yep. And you're going to do it again. We're looking, we're looking for, you know what, I guess last year we didn't do it because of COVID-19. Oh, the COVID, yeah. But the two years before that we did do it. Yeah. And, and we're eagerly looking forward to it again coming back this year. Do you rally a bunch of guys and their daughters too? Uh, or not? I know a lot. You know, I ended up knowing a lot of guys who are already planning on going there too. Okay. Um, but I think I have mentioned it to a few, a handful of guys too. Yeah. That's that's yeah. that's good, Chris. You've been doing it how long with Navy? Yeah, same since they started the the Diamond Daughter Dance. So this is year three at and, at Slugger uh, Museum. At Slugger Museum, that's right. So this will be our third time. Yeah, and it's a blast. Yeah, we have a good time. It's uh, it, it's so well planned for you. So you know, for dads that hear dance and go, oh, I don't know about that. They do a fantastic job. Casey Frazier gets up there and walks you through how to do dances. Everything's kind of choreographed the whole night. So you feel like a, a stud. You feel like you know what you're doing, whether you do or not. And and they've got so many great things that are well thought out and planned for kids that they enjoy. I asked my daughter about it last night, and she remembered this gift bag and the photograph and the chocolate and all this other kind of stuff. So it totally speaks the language of these young ladies. And as a dad, it's it's a like like you said, it's just a layup. I mean, it's an awesome time to spend with your daughter. And, you know, we've talked about the importance of forming that relationship and what that does. And this event certainly does that and helps to form their view of, of, of their dad. But it's also good to just keep that father daughter relationship alive with fun things, you know, and just planning spent to do fun things together and, and enjoying them. And this, this event does both of those things. I, you know, I, I think we underestimate the value of having fun with our kids. Um, sometimes the the most spiritual thing you can do. I mean, we need to pour into them in so many different ways, but having fun with them is critical. You're going to say something, Jason? No, I just wanted to piggyback on what, what Chris was saying there. Uh, this, this, this dance is really a phenomenal event. It is totally a layup for dads. Don't be intimidated by the idea of going out to a dance with your daughter, guys, if you're listening. Like this thing from the moment your girl walks in the door there, they're in their element. They're, they're welcomed by this entourage of, of people that make them feel special. And there's like this big, you know, ceremony and that you get your coat and, and there's pictures and, and, and they, they guide the dads through every step step of the way like you know hey 
go do this card of questions with your girls right now. And then they turn it in for maybe door prizes. And then now we're going to do this dance. Just keep following the instructions and you're going to do great. And Did it's you hear that guy? Follow time. the instructions. Just follow the instructions. <laughs> show up. You know, Steve and Kim have done such a good job just formatting the thing. Like Chris said, you just show up, do what all the other dads are doing, and, and it's going to be a home run. And and Chad is sitting here wishing he had some daughters. Yeah, hey man, man it is fun. Shoot. It's a fun deal. I might take my sons go see them girls right there. Y'all need to be looking at them girls about ten years. All right, <laughs> Steve, I'm going to have you close in prayer. But before you do, how did you and Kim? Uh, you know, you've been doing this for years now. Um, this is the third year at Slugger Museum, but. Just give us a, a real quick 30,000 feet level of why did you do this and why did you start this and what's the heartbeat behind it? I mean, it, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to know that uh, that girls enjoy dances. Uh, from early on, you know that. And then as you look around other places, you just take other people's ideas. There's a, a an event in Lexington called A Night to Remember. Um and the huge dad-daughter dance that sells out just like just like that. And so we thought, we could do that here in Louisville, too. You know, we don't have to go to Lexington to do that. Uh, let me pray, because I'm getting the, uh, the folded hands across the table here. Uh, <laughs> Lord Jesus, we come and we thank you for, God, for your um, grace. We thank you for the fact that you can cover our mistakes, that we don't have to be perfect Dads, we don't have to be perfect husbands. We just simply have to seek after you. And we thank you for the daughters that you've entrusted to us. Help us, give us wisdom as we love on them, as we raise them, as we uh, just simply try to be authentic in, uh, in the way we spend time with them. And uh, would you fill in the gaps where we, we mess up? And uh, we pray ultimately that you would just make them into the beautiful uh, creatures that you desire for them to be and uh, uh, help us to uh, to just follow your lead. We pray in the name of Christ. Amen. And mm. thank you, Wiggs. Mm. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for coming to the show. Sure. Appreciate it greatly. The website is fcalou.org. Diamond Dance. If you just caught this, dads, just do it. I don't have a daughter, but I'd like to go. I'm telling you, <laughs> just go do it. You will make it. And if you're nervous about it or kind of, it doesn't matter. She will remember it, and you just go love on her. So uh, thank you for listening. Share this with a dad. Ladies, if you hear this and go, my husband needs to send this to him or tag him on Facebook. Chad Russell, Kurt Sato, thank you for listening to Solid Steps Radio. Right